You're listening to KKFM, the global social media coaching podcast. Hey, we're back. KKFM, something global, something social. Now, we're going to be doing a regular series of podcasts about the global implications of social media marketing. I've got my very, very good friend, Cassian Roach from Trinidad, a Trini. Yeah, hey. And, and they said I wasn't going to be doing that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be sharing accents. We're going to be sharing global goss. We're going to be sharing social media goodies. Mm-hmm. And today, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the social six, yeah. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Google+, LinkedIn and Pinterest, the new darling. We're going to talk about those because they're the ones that are getting the most reaction. We're going to talk about others, of course, later. Instagram, SlideShare is a funky one you can try. But we'll get to those later because there's so many things. Katian, you've written an article. How how do I know what social media site to use? Why don't we start the social six? Pull it apart. I'll jump in when I – because I use all of those myself as well. But – I want to hear your take on those those six platforms and how they can help businesses get more right. business. So the first thing is when you're starting your business and you're talking about social media, I want to get on social media, you have to figure out, or you should figure out, where are my customers? It doesn't mean, it, it, it makes no sense jumping on a platform and your customers are not there. But we do have the yep. main six. And we, like Keith said, you have your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram. So let's take, let's spend a minute looking at each of them, right? So uh, in our last podcast, we talked about Facebook. And with Facebook having over a billion monthly users, it's still the biggest social media, right? So Facebook can definitely be used to get you noticed. It's one of the more effective social media tools to grow your fan base and to help you to reach a small business to customer, not so much business mm-hmm. to business, you know, in terms of your business type, right? Um, we, one of the weaknesses of Facebook would be that growth can be slow in terms of building your customer base. It also now depends on your advertising budget. And some people yeah. have said they do not see major conversion of sales, when it comes to Facebook. And that's a huge thing for any business. You know, I want to be able to convert my likes into money. Let's just pull that apart because now that we're, we're, we're talking about pay-to-play, mm-hmm. what's now being called paid social, mm-hmm. uh, this, this in itself sounds like heresy. I mean, we, we've always assumed social <laughs> well, media we was free. Well, we were wrong because social media to some extent was never free. You know, Never free. You know, no, it, and it was never, the intention was never to exactly, be free long term. But it, yeah? it was free to a point where I got to come on your platform. You created an environment for me to come and create my business page and to set myself up. And I didn't pay you anything. So when I now have to pay, you know, I, I start to feel what, what has happened. But the thing is, Facebook can be, as we're talking about Facebook, Facebook can be very useful to drive customers to your website to drive your customers to your piece of property, you know, because there's all this talk going around now that don't build your business on rented land. Facebook is rented property. Your website is your property. You can use Facebook to move your people to your website where you can then engage with them in a way that you want to engage with them. So that's you, you mentioned something very interesting there, uh, this idea of rented land. Let's pull apart that idea. I have this phrase, the tyranny of free. Mm -hmm. 
it's a very key phrase that I use all mm-hmm. the time because, you know, Facebook for a very long time was free and Twitter's free yeah. and Pinterest is mm-hmm. free and LinkedIn has a free component. And people think, well, I don't need to spend any money at all. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just set up a Facebook business page and that's it. That's going to be my online yeah. presence. Yeah. But it's a very, very bad strategy to set up your whole, your whole business philosophy on rented well, land, Yes, on it? any it's platform, any platform. We have extremely poor choice. Yeah, we have yeah? to remember that as much as people are altruistic and, and loving and all sorts of things, ultimately people create product, whether it be a social media product, eventually to make money. So there is going to come a time where every platform is going to monetize, is going to try to make some money, whether it's a paid component of it, a paid piece of space and a free piece of space. By the end of the day, you're going to have to spend some money. It's social media and there's that marketing at the end of it. As much as you, yeah. it's somehow money and money has come into play on every social media site so far. I mean, we knock Facebook a lot, but Twitter now has paid ads. LinkedIn has paid ads, Google has Google ads, which is not so much on their platform, but everybody is seeking to monetize their platforms, no matter which one we're talking about. So we've talked quite a lot about Facebook and, you know, a lot of us are getting disillusioned with it. So I think it would be useful to talk about some of the others. Talk about the others that you use yourself as, as it relates. And we'll talk about Instagram later because I know you love Instagram, but it's not technically part of the social right. sense that I advocate. We can, talk, we can spend a whole section on that for you because I personally don't use it at all, but I know you love it. We'll, we'll do a special podcast on that. Right. The other ones, Twitter, LinkedIn, I know you're doing now some LinkedIn posts. How are you using LinkedIn and how has it cured your obsession <laughs> with Facebook? Well, the thing is Facebook, is Facebook can be a lonely space. Because you can feel sometimes as though you're talking into the wilderness. You're talking to your fans and you're hoping that they talk back to you. The thing about LinkedIn is that there's a lot of interaction based on the groups that you join on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is wonderful for the business professional. It's as though we come hang out on Facebook. Facebook is the weekend lime. Like in Trinidad, we say the place that we lime in. And then the, or the place that we're hanging out. And then we put on our suits and ties and we go over to LinkedIn and we get professional. And that's where you do your business to business transactions. You talk as business people talking to other business people, professionals. I really want to pull that apart. I really want to pull that Mm -hmm. apart. Imagine when you're talking on LinkedIn, you do in fact suit up. Yes. That's actually a very good analogy. If you can imagine when you go to LinkedIn, you put a suit and tie on. There's no cat videos. There's no kooky, funny (laughs) thing. There's no pictures of what you did on the weekend. It's business. Now, that can get a bit dry. It can. It can, but... But it's focused. But what it is, and what happens, though, is that these are, to some extent, these are quite um, accommodating business people. Everybody is willing to talk to you and share their expertise and share information. So people who uses LinkedIn, businesses, entrepreneurs, recruiters, managers, CEOs, you can meet any level of person on LinkedIn. And one of the things that you can do is to join forums, to join groups, you know... um, if you're looking for employment, if that's what you're looking for, LinkedIn is the place to be. But we're talking about from a business perspective, business to business, you create relationships with people that you can then turn into collaborations. Right? Yeah, you can join up to 50 groups, which is a great thing. And so it's got a, it's got a totally different vibe. You suit up, yes. you, you join groups, yes. 
and it's business people talking to business exactly. people. What, how does that say, for instance, compare to, uh, say, a Google Plus community, and how do you use Google Plus? Let's segue into that, because that's, that's a link that uh, is actually quite similar to the LinkedIn group function, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because but on Google Plus, they call it communities. So you join these communities, and again, that's, the communities are more cross between, nobody's in a suit and tie on the Google Plus community, um, but depending on i mean if you just step into google plus it can seem very quiet it's like what's happening here you know what am i mm. supposed to do now it's just so different from the other social media platforms where everything is just in your face you know facebook just says hey what you doing today and you just type it in here google plus is like where am i <laughs> you know um but it's a bit hard to get used to isn't it <laughs> Work us through some of some cool ways to to use that because um, I think we're all struggling to use it well. It's a it's a it's a not it's not self evident. Yeah, but is you it? think uh, yes. But what I love about Google Plus is that Google Plus is 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 the place to be if you're looking for SEO. If you're looking to be recognized, yeah. to be found, so that people can find your blog or your website, you need to connect on Google Plus. I mean, everybody who has a Gmail account gets a Plus page. And it's now up to you to maximize that page. Once you are active there, you're going to come up very high in the search engine. Remember, Google is the number one search engine. You're going to come up high there once you're engaging and linking your posts and your website to Google+. You can join your circles, join your communities, and you can have a lot of discussions, again, with like-minded people who will share tons of information with you on how about your business, other things, any questions that you may have about getting started. You can find specific communities. And then when you speak to people, you can speak to these communities. So you know you're talking to people who are interested in what you have to say. And the thing that's great about Google Plus is that it links directly, because it's owned by Google, and so is YouTube, it leads, it leads directly to YouTube. So yes. Google Plus, Google Docs, Blogger, yeah. uh, YouTube, yeah. they all... They all work really, really yeah. well together yeah. for SEO, which is which is a fundamental business principle. SEO is yes, it? and you can separate because of the circles. You can separate people into into these different circles. You can speak specifically to your business contacts, specifically to your friends, specifically to 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 people who may be the influencers. So it's easy for you to break these people up into groups. Unlike Facebook, when you're talking, you're basically talking to everybody who is who sees your newsfeed, or or Twitter, you're talking to everybody. Google basically says, okay, who do you want to send this message to? And you can say, I want to tell everyone, or I only want to talk to these people in this group that I've put people into. That's brilliant. So we've talked a little bit about Google Plus and by default YouTube because that in itself is a, is a, a big story. We can come back to yeah. that as a more dynamic discussion. We'll talk a bit about Twitter later because that's my piece of the pie. Yes. What, what's your take on Pinterest? I personally love it. I use it regularly. Mm -hmm. What is your take on it? Do you want me to pick up on that or are you using it a bit or do you want to share some of your insights about uh, how you use Pinterest? Well, like I, I say, I feel, and I told you this before, I said I feel Pinterest is a hoarder's paradise. And if I go <laughs> to Pinterest, I will just be pinning everything. And um, so I'm going to leave Pinterest to you. Yeah. Okay. So Pinterest is the new darling. I love it. It's my second favorite right. site. It's absolutely my second favorite site. It suits my personality. What I love about it 
What I love about it, there's significant business advantages too, but what I love about it is there's this idea of pinning a board. Mm -hmm. So for instance, you can actually segment parts of your business to have specific themes. For instance, my Pinterest board has a Twitter board, a LinkedIn board, a SEO board. And every time I come across an article, and if you know me well, you'll know that all I do is share articles. Some, some of them I write myself, but most of them I don't. So if I come across a really great article about how to use LinkedIn better, mm-hmm. I can put that in my LinkedIn board. Mm-hmm. And people know that if they go to Pinterest.com, Keith Keller AU, that's my Pinterest yeah. account, they know that I've got 150 articles about Google Plus or 150 articles about Pinterest or, you know, many, many more articles about Twitter because that's my baby. And then they know that they can go there as a resource, almost like a social media university. You know, you've got rooms. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got a LinkedIn room. It's like a big library. Now, that's that's the way I personally use it, and I love it. I just – I use it almost every day. But how would a business – and and to cut you, but how would a business use Pinterest? Well, the way I recommend people use Pinterest is a little bit like how I recommend people use Twitter and social media in general. You become a resource. Mm -hmm. So people, for instance, with mattresses, say, you would create a series of informational articles Mm -hmm. about how to choose a mattress. What's the best way to determine if you should have this type of mattress or that type of mattress? Articles about getting better sleep. Yeah. Articles about whether or not you need to have a doona and uh, all these sorts of associated items. So if you, I mean, retailers are getting massive, massive traction with Pinterest because it's very visual. Because people can follow you. Can people follow your pins on Pinterest? They can follow them, but more importantly, they get, they know to go to Pinterest to get information. This is only a couple of years old and many, many people we know are not on it at all, are they? No, no, no. But anyway, this is the second podcast in a series. We can talk forever, and we're going to break it up into 15-minute chunks. So what we've done today is we've talked briefly about the social six. We're going to come back in the next podcast and talk about Instagram, a few other ones like SlideShare. Mm -hmm. We're going to do a completely separate podcast where Katiana is going to interview me about Twitter Twitter. because that's my baby. That's all I do. That's all I do. I'm a Twitter dude. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna leave it there. We're gonna go into the theme music with that really that really funky sound and your friend that the radio announcer that did that really great voiceover yeah. for us. And we'll come back next week and we'll talk about Instagram, SlideShare, and a few more of the gourmet products. Yep. Yeah. You've been listening to KKFM, the Global Social Media Coaching Podcast.